Hi, you're listening to A View From Sex and Sea, the new podcast for Dundee Stars fans, with me and him. It's the two lorries! So, welcome along to episode 5 of A View From Sex and Sea. I'm Senior. I'm Junior. And this week we'll be talking about the Panthers' Blaze Review, special teams, we will have the quiz, Senior versus Junior, where Junior at the moment is on a two-week winning streak, yes. and he is leading 7-4, and then we'll be previewing this weekend's games, which are Manchester Storm away and the Belfast Giants at home. Mm-hmm. So, Junior, I didn't watch any of the games, uh, because, as people know, I'm stingy, and I will not pay £15 to watch uh, a pot, uh, games on the internet, um, you won't fork out £15 to give to Neil Black. Neil Black, that's his name, is it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I stupidly forked out yeah. the £15 from. Yeah. No. You, you watch both games, so you're going to be the guy that has to give the listeners uh, yeah. the rundown. Nottingham, to start with, what a performance. Again, it's it's a game that, and we've said it kind of from the start, we've, we've turned up against the big teams this year. Um, Came out absolutely flying. I think about 40 out of the 60 minutes was us, all us. We were swarming all over them. High forecheck, high intensity pressure, um, turning their pucks over in their own zone. It, it was like a different team to what we'd heard about in Fife and certainly to the team that we'd saw play in Manchester. I did listen to Omar's after-match mm-hmm. Um, summary and he basically said the same I think he reckoned there was about 8 or 10 mats spell in that second period where we sort of lost our way and yeah we then got back into the game yeah. and basically dominated yeah I think their first goal um, was off a rebound from the goalie goalie saved for shot rebound you know could have cleared the garbage possibly um, you know, but it's one of those goals where you think, right, okay, it's happened, let's move on. Second one was a soft goal. It trickled through the back of Adam's legs, and then we've got a panther standing in the crease just waiting to slot yeah. it in. Um, and you think, okay, we, we should do a lot better there, and I think all the guys on the ice will say that as well. They, they should have done better for that one. Third one is a great finish from Betteridge. I think we could have prevented it to before like, when he was doing his little windmill deeks. Is this the goal um, that everybody's comparing it to Conor McDavid's? Yeah, yeah. He gets it behind the net, skates round towards the curling circles and then cuts in and then goes through the D. Seen that goal. I've seen it on social media. Um, and yeah, it looked defensively, my opinion, could we have done better? Probably, yeah. yeah. There was a few sticks swinging. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if they were trying to either knock his head off or try and poke at the puck, but the sticks were swinging. I think I think if they put, tried to poke check it, I think they would have won yeah. the puck. Um, but again, you know, good it's, goal, good goal, but disappointing if you're looking at from a defensive side of things. For me, yeah, yeah, for me, yeah. But I think the whole game defensively we were solid. We we nullified the majority of their players for. 60 minutes, say 40, possibly even 45 minutes, yeah. we nullified them. Um, but yeah, it's it was a great performance. Um, I think we deserved the two points. I could even say that I don't think Nottingham deserved a point. Yeah. Um, but again, you're going at a rink like that, big arena team just didn't get what we wanted yeah. at the end. Um, but again, as we said last week, we were happy with taking a point I was just before the game started. So if you think back to to what we said last week in the podcast, that we were hoping for minimum a point in Nottingham yeah. and a point in Coventry. Yeah, we took the point in Nottingham, um, and it's always the same when you get that one point. You think, yeah, that's you know that's what we thought we were going to get, or we'd hoped we were going yeah. to get. You get it, and you still feel disappointed. Yeah. Which could only be a good thing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and I certainly took that point and grateful for the point. I've seen all the comments, how good we were from people who watched the game, um, 
from people who are at the game, um, sound, yep. solid, possibly game-winning performance. Yeah. And it just didn't happen. Overtime could go anyway. Yeah. We all yeah, know that. Definitely. It's three on three now. It could go either way. Same way you shoot it. You're at the beck and call yeah. your goalie. So I think for yeah, me there was a point doing there. Yeah, there was there was three three standouts for me in that game. Um, again, Kyle Haas. Kyle was solid at the back. Nothing silly. Just tough, tough to play against. Um, Charlie Combs. He was man of the match. He was tremendous. Absolutely tremendous. Um, he is too good for this level for me. Yeah, I think he's better than the league. I think he's a top player in this league. Yeah, he. I I say that at, um, at one of the games, at, at the home games, uh, and he turned it on, and I actually said that he would not look out of place playing for a Sheffield, a Cardiff, and no. Nottingham, or a Belfast, and probably his style of play is a Belfast type of player. Yeah. Yeah, great player, great without player, without. great attitude. Um, his size, everybody was concerned about Charlie's size when he came. You know, he's five foot four. What we're going to get? He, he was even smaller than Beauregard and things like that. Um, yeah, but yeah, he, he to me, he is a top player, Charlie Combs, and has definitely proven that that size does not matter. Yeah, and the other standout in Nottingham was Desjardins again. What a, again, nice little finish for the goal. Um, but his I said it. I think it was last week or the week before. His game awareness, the intelligence he has, you can see it ticking all the time. Um, he brings out the best in his line mates as well. I think he's just yeah. that type of player. Like I said it before it was Bouchard. Type of player, just so knowledgeable. Yeah, I seen I seen Nick Rayfield tweeting about Gabe because uh, obviously one plus two that game. Yeah, he was one plus two, and obviously Rio's he, he's his agent. Uh, I think it was is it something like eight points in the last four games. Something like that. Something like that. Yeah. So yeah, good to see. Uh, it's good to see Gabe. Yeah. Beginning to start racking points up. Uh, and you know I was coming out of that. Nottingham game, I think we thought, yeah, we're in a chance when we go to Coventry now. We 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 should have been with it in with a chance yep. going to Coventry. And then the news breaks in the morning or the afternoon of the Coventry game that they are five imports down. Yeah. And the first thing I put on social media was, let's hope we don't get too yeah sort of. Bulber sell up, they're five, they're five down, uh, five imports short, you know, this is going to be an easy Don't game. Don't get complacent. Don't get complacent, um, because we have been in that position before, yeah. where we have been three, four, maybe no imports down, but certainly three, four players down, and we've pulled out of the bag, and I yeah. think one of the games might have even been when we, when uh, Francois Bouchard scored a hat-trick against Belfast, yeah. when we were, I think we were short there. Yeah. On the and, telly. And it was live on the telly and yep. we beat them 6-3, I think it was. So that was what I put on social media. And then it transpired, and I'm not saying the guys were, were, were complacent by no means. I just could not believe when you started texting me what was going on. Yeah. The first period, um, I think we were slightly on top. Um, we were unlucky not to be ahead. Again, we came out with that high-intensity, high-forechecking um, style of play. But it, it's it's like the difference the difference in between the periods was they had that 50-minute gap and then it's like we just stayed in the changing room for the rest of the game. Um, you've seen the camera pan down towards Danny Stewart um, in the game and you actually could see him, him and I, th- I think it might be Ferrara were constantly on their board drawing things and, and moving little markers and stuff and it was just constant and I think it was because they were so short bench that he had to coach players in different positions Alex Forbes who we spoke about the week before yeah. nearly scored a short handed um, earlier on in the game he was playing D at one point 
he was playing in uh, effectively like Latin was on the penalty kill. Right. Right. Forbes was playing D yeah. on the penalty kill at one point, and then he was actually playing D on a shift towards the end of the yeah. game because obviously guys are breathing out their backsides. You've got a young Brit who he's he's not a top Brit. He's a steady, he's a, he's a, steady he's a consistent player, yeah, he's and a consistent he has been for a consistent player yeah. over a number of years now for government. But if I see him playing D against us, I'd expect to be putting a lot of pressure yes. on that defensive pair. Just want to say that that's the guy you aim for. Yeah. That's the guy you go after. I just and we're going to bring it up with the power plays and the penalty kills. Um, I think it's now the third time it's happened in Stars history. Yep. And it's the second time this season we yep. have conceded two penalty kill, like two shot-handed goals, goals on the same yep. power play. Yeah, and one right after a timeout. Yep. It was right off a face up from yep. the timeout after I the goal. Don't understand what's happening when that's going on. Um, if it's me, and I'm looking at that now, I'm now thinking. And we'll go into this in, in greater detail when, when we speak about the special teams. We cannot have four forwards in a D-man plan. But, <coughs> go back to the company again, it was like, we capitulated. Mm-hmm. Absolutely capitulated. As I say, you were sending me the text through, and again, you got the usual you got the usual message when I think we were, what was it, three, after the second show. I'm going to bed, stop texting. I'm off in the bed, <laughs> stop texting, I've had enough. Yeah. Um, disappointment was an understatement when I got up mm-hmm. and you and I caught up with all the text messages that, we, that you did keep sending us and I caught up with all them and I was like I just cannot believe this it is Jekyll and Hyde we've got yeah. at the moment it's you know we don't have to sit here and, and, and say things because the guys will feel shit as it is oh, and, and Omar will feel annoyed as, as the fans are without yep. a doubt but it it was the feeling of so much frustration of going from competing with last season's elite series winner, yeah, um, again with one of their impor what I know of one import out maybe a couple of bodies I don't yeah. know taking them all the way should have won the game yeah. you know if we had the chances to win the yeah. game and then go to that of yeah they're five players short okay we were two down as well with Mursi and and uh, Sonch two, two down but five imports yeah. down 13 skaters as yeah. we covered had 13 skaters yeah. the last time I seen that was at SNL and I'd love to see what their time ice was yeah for that those players ridiculous. Um, but one thing from that with we, we the Coventry game and I had mentioned it last week is the guy the goalie CJ Mott yeah top goalie had probably kept him in the game at times he did the, as I say the first period um, we could have been 2 or 3 yeah. nothing up in the first period and um, that's when you're short benched that's what ends up happening your goalie is to be on top form and we kind of keep saying oh we're running a hot goalie we're running a hot goalie we as a team have got to find ways past a hot goalie yeah we yeah, it's we're always going to run into a hot goalie that's the thing you know every goal every, every team goalie this year has a good yeah. goalie it's every... not just you know you had that maybe you know one or two teams where yeah. the goalie's a bit dodgy you know oh, okay yeah. you know we should get a few goals tonight every game we should be expecting to come up against a hot goalie because every everyone is yep. class yep. Um, yeah. it's uh, and I say disappointed Oof, that's needing the word for it I was good absolutely gutted when I read your text in the morning yeah. uh, angry that we have went again from putting a performance in on a Saturday get to on a Sunday. getting pumped on a Sunday yeah I hope I'm um, not saying things to come this weekend at home game then no I certainly wouldn't have hoped so I wouldn't have hoped so uh, so we ended up coming up the road with one point. Yeah. Um, um, and I think it was one point thoroughly deserved. It should have been two points. And it was zero points from Coventry when, not to underestimate them, 
and not being complacent, but it should have been a minimum of one point. Yeah. Coming out of company. The man of the defeat, I read other comments on, on social media from people who watched the game, again, people who were at the game, um, and it was just, it was shock. Mm -hmm. People were just utterly shocked on what had happened. Um, I don't know, I can't put my finger on it. And, and I'm, I'm still lost for words into what, what happened last Sunday. And probably even the Sunday before against Fitzner. Yeah, so and it is a big, big concern. Yeah. Our, so our sheepdog, not yeah. Craig Collins sheepdog, our doppelganger sheepdog, Sean. So Sean was down at the weekend yeah. with Nicole, his sister, um, and he was messaging saying that, that it was just, the whole game just felt flat and coming so it was just night and day from the yeah. game before, and it wasn't even. He doesn't even know why. It just felt from the minute they got into the rink, it was just like it's flat. Right. Um, the performance was flat. They yeah, that's just, not a good sign. That's no, one um, maybe one one final thing that would be good because as I say, I never seen it, and it'd be good if you touched on it because you watched it. Was the penalties at the end? <laughs> what happened with the penalties so, again? Because all I seen was on Twitter, full line brawl. Yeah, I, 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 it it wasn't a full line brawl. Um, I didn't think it was when I seen the penalties no, coming through. No, it I'm wasn't. No, it's that's no a full it wasn't line a brawl. Line brawl. Um, so I think it was Forbes. Dorwich is skating in between him and Mott, and Forbes gave him a little cross check and pushes him towards the goalie. Does Spencer need to? touch the goalie no it's if it's me as a player I do the exact same he's pushing me towards the goalie I'm going to take the goalie out because of it yeah okay without yeah. a doubt yeah. he didn't he didn't need to do it but you're pissed off in the last five yeah. minutes of the game fuck it yeah go for it definitely um, send a wee message out we're not happy with how we played we're putting a stamp on it next time we play is we're going to be there and this is what we could do Um. Dorwich can skate away, Forbes got involved, someone else got involved, Sills got involved, and then Kyle comes in and kind of grabs Forbes and tries to grab Paul Forbes off and whatever. There's five players and four players involved in that, and then Kyle gets involved. So that's the fifth player. Yet Haas is the one that gets called for third man in. And he's technically the fifth man in. He's technically the fifth man in. So Forbes and Dorwich go at the boards. Coventry boy comes in, there's your third man in. Yeah. Sills comes in and takes the guy and they're now lying on the deck. Yeah. And Kyle comes in to stick up for his other alternate, alternate captain to get them out of the way. Kyle's kept for third man in. Two minutes cross-checking for... Go, sorry, goal interference, goal interference for, Dorwich. for Dorwich. Two minutes roughing for Sills. Yes. And two minutes roughing for Forbes. Yeah. What about the other Coventry guy that was yeah. in there? You know, he's the he was the third man in at the point. Yeah. Um, you know, as I said, does he need to touch the goalie to cause it all? No. I'm the same as you. Right. Um, and I've noticed that more recently we we Dorovitz that he's becoming an angry man again. And this is this is the Spencer Dorovitz I expected to come to Dundee. Um, when when stars then announced him, there was. Um, a girl from America had tweeted about Spencer Dorowitz and was on about how he will be involved mm -hmm. um, he's not what you would class as an enforcer or a fighter but he will stick up mm -hmm. and he's always involved Yeah. when the games first started I didn't see it but over the last wee while yeah. I've begun to see it if we're, and as I say company on Sunday should he have done it? You're saying probably he could have stopped. Yeah. But he's 5-1 down. He's well past it. What's went on in front of him. Yeah. He's I, I showing emotion. Yeah, I'd do the exact same if I was a player. Yeah. Exactly the same. And take what comes with it. Yeah, uh, definitely. You know? Definitely. Listen, I'm pissed off. This is... I'm, I'm going out swinging here. Yeah, definitely. Um, and, and good on him. Good uh, on him for that. The whole thing, again, with Kyle comes into play, the reputation, does yeah. the player, does the referee, sorry, the, player, the referee, does the referee see the name and go, out you go, 
I think it's happening. Yeah, I really do. It one hundred percent is. Yeah. Um, there's. Does he need to get involved? No. Again, doesn't need to get involved. However, he's sticking up for his team, and it's something we've been crying out for for years. Nobody sticks up for the team. Nobody sticks up for this. Nobody sticks up for that. Kyle is sticking up for the team now. And in a blowout game like that, if he gets kicked out, we can afford to do it. Okay, we can afford to lose it. But it's this whole thing that's now come back of the repeat offender thing. Is he now looking at a suspension because he got kicked out for third man in when he wasn't the third man in? Yeah. You know, I th- again, I think he is getting targeted for the name now. Billy Hogg mentioned it on yeah, the I've supporters seen page. I've seen that. He yeah. should know. Yeah. He his name uh, always went before. Yeah. Uh, yeah. A penalty was called. I've seen Billy Hogg have some very clean hits in games and kicked out. We've for it. we've seen it a lot over the years, and and probably more at, at the sort of the SNL level. Mm-hmm. Uh, Billy Hogg, Chris Conaboy. Yeah. Scott Blues. Roy's like that. Robbie Brown. Robbie Brown. They've all got the nims. Yeah. And it is because they're seen as the enforcer type mm-hmm. and it's easier to kick the enforcer out of the game. Yeah, yeah definitely. Um, will he be suspended? I don't know. I think he is. Uh, I think his penalty minutes will catch up. More than is that still a, Is that still a thing in the league? I think it is. Is it still a thing? I didn't know. I think I think he will get a ban for that at the uh, weekend, I, and I don't think it's just because I think it's just because this whole repeat offender yeah. nonsense that was branded on him after one game of yeah. getting kicked out. Um, I'm more concerned not about that, but you're an embellishment call. So I didn't actually see this in the game. Yeah, I missed this. So I don't know what it was about, but yeah. if anyone's got I've seen anyone's got a clip, send it into the. Yeah. Tweet us or send it on Facebook so we can because, see it because I, I can't recall seeing it. Maybe this was when their stream kept kind of cutting in and out. It happened a few times. Yeah. The only... For, for me, thinking back through the Elite League, I've not seen a Stars player have had an embellishment call no. called against them. We've had two this year against Kyle, the enforcer. So why would you embellish? Um... And the only other person I think I've seen it happen with is Brendan Connolly. Yeah, and that's just because he's a wee dick. It's because he is a wee dick. And that's uh, that's to me, he should just get called. He should just get embellishment calls just for being a wee dick. Men Let's be honest. Yeah. So, yeah, disappointing weekend. Um, After starting on a high. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I was like they took the criticism from the five game. Mm-hmm. And they've went and proved it in the Nottingham, like, this is what we could do. Yeah. And then we've went back again, and the criticism will come in again. Um, yeah, we need to get away from this. We, and I'm, I don't like, you, you know me, I do not like going and slating no. the club, anybody to do with the club, but we are struggling at the moment, and we are on a slight downward spiral. Yeah. And I think we are not picking up enough points yeah. now. Not enough wins. Yeah. I think I think the other thing as well is that hope that the guys don't dwell on it. You know, if, like you say, if we're on that kind of downward spiral, I hope the guys aren't sitting dwelling on it. It's happened. Put it in the past. We need to move on. You know, we've got the... It's What's now come at the biggest point for us is the Manchester game on Saturday. It's behind them now. Yeah. What they cannot nope. do anything to change out the result. No. What they could do is work on what happened during that game. Yeah. And improve it in the next game. Yeah. But well, it's in the record books. Yeah. We've got bet 4 3 on Saturday and we've got bet 5 1 on mm-hmm. Sunday. They can't change that. No. What and they now, can now change though is everything else yeah. that, that happened during that game that affected those games. Yeah. And now we've got Manchester going into Saturday yeah. and we've already lost there. Yeah. Convincingly, unco- no, maybe not convincingly, maybe it's not the wrong word, but you know, it was a poor performance again. It was very much similar to our Coventry Fife performances, but yeah. we'll touch on that in a bit. Yeah. But coming out of the weekend review, mm-hmm. last weekend's review, and one thing that really stuck out again against Coventry is the special teams. Yeah. Yeah. Again, two short handed goals. On the same penalty. What on earth is happening? I don't know. It, it... Uh, lost for words. I am. I, I genuinely am. I, I'm trying to think back of the goals. Uh, it just... It, it seems a bit 
chaotic yeah. at times when we're, when we're... When the penalty killers come out with a puck on the attack, but they seem a bit frantic and a bit panicky. Yeah. Um, now, is it in the back of their minds because of what's happened? So we've gave up a couple of short-handed goals before. The Manchester game with the two on the one power play. Is it playing in the back of the, the players' minds, of the team's minds? Possibly. It's happened again. Is it now going to go in there mentally even worse? You know, yeah. I don't know what what what's going on. I really don't. Um, teams must be looking at us and thinking we can actually go after them there mm-hmm. when when they're on the, their power play. Uh, and I've got a couple of stats done, and I'm just wondering if this has got something to do with it because the power play is struggling, really struggling. Um, in in the Challenge Cup, yeah, because the group stages are finished and that, right? In the Challenge Cup, we were fifteen percent on the power play. Mm-hmm. We had forty power plays, and I've always said that they're no full two minute power plays. They no. could be bits yeah. and pieces, right? But we had forty power plays. We scored six goals. Yeah, six goals, right? We were six, six out of nine teams. On the penalty kill. We were 78.79%. 32 penalty kills, one short-handed goal. Right? Um, again, six out, of, six out of nine. So you're two-thirds of the way doing. 70, 78, 80%. Yeah. It's not too bad. On the your... Challenge Cup is difficult to gauge it on yeah. because you're only playing Belfast 5. Belfast yeah. 5. Right? But when you go to the league... This is when it mm-hmm. began to worry, right? Now, the power play. Now, I'm going to apologise because if people do their arithmetic, or as you call it nowadays, maths, maths. they'll work it out that the figures I'm going to give them are incorrect. And I've taken this from the Elite League side. Yeah. So, we have had 24 power plays and we have scored two goals. Now, if you divide 2 by 24 multiply it by 100, you get 8.3%. The Elite League site has us at 4.17. So either they've gave us a goal when we shouldn't have got a goal, or they can't do their arithmetic correct. Either way, we're either still below 10% anyway. Below 10% on the power play. Right? The penalty kill is the strange one yeah. for me. We are 90.62%. We are the best in the league. Penalty killing yeah. wise. 32 penalty kills, zero goals against, is what I've got from the league. league. That can't be right. That's what it says. I'm when we're sure. killing penalties. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we've conceded a couple of power play goals in the league. Sorry, sorry. We've not scored the short-handed goal. That's what I said. Sorry. Oh, okay. We've not scored the short-handed goal. So you right? say, I'm pretty I'm sure not, we haven't yeah, conceded yeah. some power we've plays. Not, we've not scored a short-handed goal, but we're the best in the league. Penalty killing. Mm-hmm. We... Are ninth out of ten in the elite league. Clan have only played one game, right? Yeah, and that was in the Challenge Cup. So we're technically we're bottom. They're not in the Challenge Cup. They're not in the Challenge Cup. So the elite league need to get the fucking stats updated. <laughs> they're wrong. But even then, they've got Clan as zero games. Yeah. Right? We are the worst in the league. Yeah. Um. I think it. Uh, I think it is something that the Omar has actually spoke about himself is. We need to work on the special teams. Um, penalty killing. Like penalty killing, you can't argue with you that. Know, we've Nin- nearly 91%. The amount of times we lay the body on the line on the penalty kill. Yeah. You know, it's, it is a strength of the game. Yeah. I think our hustle and tenacity in games shows in that, shows in that figure. Yeah. But the power play... Is we, it when it comes to the power play, right, that... We are so worked up now about trying not to concede, possibly, rather than take control of the power play, mm. and and it's and it's now a mental thing. You know what? They're now struggling to get it in. We scored one on Saturday. Yeah, and it was and it was a pretty good one as well. Yeah. Um, with the the fake shot yeah. wound up, passed across back door, fencing in on the yeah. The half one timer. Um, yeah. I'm. Uh, could be though. I'm not too sure if and I, I said it to you earlier on. I'm not too sure if 
because of the, of the amount of issues we're having with the power play, that we don't go to three forwards and two mm. D-men. Because if you think about it, Dryden plays the power play, yeah? Yeah. And his other defence partner, shall we say, is a forward. Dryden is like a forward. Mm -hmm. Dryden, Dryden is an offensive D-man. Yep. So, for me, I would rather, when Dryden's on the power play, that we put a defensive D-man with him. And Dryden, technically, is the fourth forward. Yeah. I think the game's changed over the years, though, that near enough everyone does go a four forward and a D-man now. But we, we moaned about it for years, not having four forwards and a D-man. It was always, you know, Lefebvre and Hutchie always played three forwards and two D-men. Yeah. And then we moaned and moaned, now we've got it. But and it's not working for I would think if you look at it, though, you're right. It's maybe now that because we're seeing how low we are we were stats mm. and the number of shorthanded goals we're conceding and, again, we'll go back on the same penalty. I think looking at Lefebvre and maybe looking at Hutch, did they have it right? Because yeah. one of the D-men would be his offensive D-man. And he's got his defensive partner think, alongside him. I think we... I think our... So, we'll call them D-men, even though one of them could be a forward. We'll call them the defensive pair for the, for the power play line. I think our D-men, with the way the system's run, or the, the play's set up, is they, they, like, they, can, they can pinch quite high. So when they pinch high, when the puck's there, they go high. It leaves that one forward on the penalty kill yeah. to come in between and look for that little kind of saucer pass over or you know the, the pass across the middle of the ice yeah. stick in and they're away um, I don't know if it's that you know the, the, the forward or the D-man whoever it is needs to come across to the middle of the ice that wee bit more and give them a wee bit more support yeah. I don't know it's again Omar will look at this in the video they, obviously they yeah. do video analysis of games and stuff Omar will be looking at it you know we're just boys off the block that, that are it, just commentating on it but it. you know it, it's something that I that Omar will be looking at and I hope that it does change quickly yeah. because we can't keep conceding no. shorthanded goals as much no. as we are definitely not definitely not no uh, special teams the, the win you games the and also wash you games yeah. and, and sort of one, one more start that I've got coming from special teams but it does sort of cover the whole game yeah. though um, but it does go a long way especially if we are on a power play mm -hmm. and it's in our defensive zone is face-offs right yeah so face-offs all the way through right we've won 226 and we've lost 213 mm -hmm. there's some players who have got a plus on their face-offs where they've won they've won yeah. more than they've lost but there are a couple who have significantly lost more than what they've won. Mm -hmm. That could contribute to a lot of things. I think, for me, as a fan looking in, I've, and I've said it at games, I think we need to start winning more face-offs, yep. especially in the defensive zone. I think we need to do something with the power play. Um... Whether it's if we just hold the puck for two minutes and no threat to score, at least try and stop them from scoring because this is what, what it's coming down to. Um, and I'd like to think day things have been getting worked on during the week and hopefully when it comes to this weekend's games, they're ironed out and everything's, yeah. everything could go back to the team that we've seen beat Guildford, yeah. the team that we've seen beating um, so Belfast. Fife at the start of the season. Yep. Even, Even the team that lost to Sheffield. Even the team that lost to Nottingham. Yep. That's that's what we need. And that's that's yeah. all we as fans are asking for. Yeah. Is that level of performance every week? We cannot afford to keep going Jekyll Hyde, Jekyll Hyde, because it'll no work. Yeah. Because some of the good performances and even the really good performances have ended up in defeat. Yeah. Sheffield 2 1. Nottingham there at the weekend, okay, we've got mm -hmm. one point, but still a defeat. Yeah. And if that's your good performances, you're not picking up a lot of points. Yeah. Yeah? But, yeah, special teams. Yeah. Let's... Power play, probably more importantly, the, yeah. I think the penalty kill has done a great job. Um, yeah. But definitely. Power play really needs to get worked on. Yeah. Yeah. So, 
quiz time. Yeah. Yeah. Are you ready for it? Yes, I am. I'm so I'm I'm a bit I'm I'm well, I'm struggling now because um I'll never hear the end of it if I go on a three week losing streak. This could be the week uh, you win though, because I have come up I, I did come unprepared oh, today. So yeah, this could be the week that you win. Yeah. Okay, right, so am I going first again and see as I'm on the winning streak? Okay then. Okay. So, What's my numbers? So your year is 2013-2014. Okay. It's an elite league season. Okay. Okay. Your numbers are 11, mm-hmm. 26, mm-hmm. 43, mm-hmm. 21, yep. and 1985. 85, okay, there's my players. Your players are everybody's favourite Pfeiffer, James Isaacs. <laughs> Pussy. <laughs> Billy Bagran Nikita Kishersky What a player Andreas Persson Okay And Jack McClellan The karaoke king Okay So I might, The granny might be off Already Right So I'm going to go With 21 Is Jack McClellan's short number Okay I'm going to go with 26 it's the number of Billy Bagrin's assists. Okay. I'm going to go 43 as Cash's total points. Okay. 1985 is when Person... Mm. See, I've put a lot of thought so in there's, there's something about me saying 11's Person's shirt number. But, yeah, let's go with that. 11 is Person's shirt number. Okay. And surely James Isaacs isn't that close to my age, but 1985 is James... Isaacs. We could only be on a one here. You have two. Okay. You've got two. So, number 11 mm-hmm. is Andreas Persson's jersey. Oh, I filled that one out. 21 Jack McClellan's was jersey. Jack McClellan's jersey. Yeah. So that's the two you've got right. Yeah. 26 is James Isaacs. That's his minutes in his penalty minutes. Really? Yeah. Okay. 43... Is Billy Bagram. That was the number of points he scored points that he season. And in 1985 is a year Cash was born. Okay. So you got two points, taking you up to a total of nine. Okay. So for me to get level, I have to get a full house. I have to get a full house here. And that is never happening. Never happening. But okay. here we go. Right, go for it. So, 99... Okay, well that's Wayne Gretzky. 34. Okay. 1965. Well that was the year I was born, so that's yeah. when you got two. Yeah. Right. 21. Okay. And 12. Okay, and what year have you gave us, by the way? 2002, 2003. Okay, right. I'm pretty right. sure it was that. Right. Okay. <laughs> right. Yes, it is. Okay. So players. your players' names are... Okay, well, here we go. Ken Priestley. Okay, Ken Priestley. Johan Bowman. Okay. Tony Hand. Okay. Chris Connerboy. Okay. Scott Young. Oh, I'm feeling confident here this week. Okay. I'm feeling confident. You should, because so, your old age should so work either, well here. Well, either, either 1965 is the year somebody was born, mm-hmm. or it's the number of points Tony Hand had. <laughs> 1,965. <laughs> there could have been a good chance it was. There's a good chance of that <laughs> So, right, we shall go with 1965 for... So it's either or Hand. And if... Is Tony, is Tony younger than me? He must be. He's got... Mm. Right, okay. Right, we'll go 21, Chris Connerboy. Okay. Number 12... Ken Priestley. Okay. 34, Johan Bowman. Okay. 65, 1965, Tony. And 99, Scott Young. So, I can tell you, three. Oh, it was close, it was close. So, Ken Priestley correct with 12, jersey number. That was his jersey number, yeah. Chris Conaboy, 21, jersey number. Jersey number. Johan Bowman, 34. He was the top goal scorer that season with 34. Right. Scott Young is born in 1965. <sighs> and Tony Hand, 99 points. Penalty minutes. Penalty minutes. He was the highest 
penalty minutes that season. Now, was that that was the, the recovery season? Yeah, that was when Tony Hand was in jail. Yes, or I don't know if he was in jail, well, but he was lifted. He, he was he was removed <laughs> after the game. Yes, he was removed yeah. after the game. So yeah. Oh. I thought Connor Boy and Scott Young might have thrown you with 99 for penalty minutes um, but Connor Boy was behind Tony by 7 penalty minutes yeah <laughs> 99 that, was, that only came to me when I looked at it and I thought so 65 for for the is it but again is it Kev Priestley is it Tony uh, yeah. again, and then when the number 12 came up I thought oh, yeah. wait a minute Priestley. again Tony Hand top assists with 58 so he was the top point scorer with 80 and top penalty minute taker <laughs> as well. Our good pal Tider Wynn was one point behind the 179. Mm. But some, you look at some of the stats there, Johan Bolton yes. 34 goals, Priestley 31, Tider Wynn 29, Paddy 25, Tony 22 goals. Ridiculous. It's just... What a team, eh? um, What a team. And are they goals Johan's would have been 95% of them would have been standing in front of that net. Yeah. Deflections, rebounds, the whole lot. Yeah. You look at how good a player Teeter was, and even, even Ken Priestley for that one year. Ken yeah. Priestley, how well, he was born in 67. So try, try to do quick maths here, but it's not working yeah, for so him that year. F- he's well, for 2002, well, though. 2003. Yeah. But for the age he was, that I think that was his last ever season anyway that was him done after yeah. that 31 goals and 40 assists in 33 games yeah. that's how he yeah. was a Stanley Cup winner yep what yep. a player what yeah. a player but, so yeah so well I've pulled a couple back pulled a couple back and you've stopped the run of weekly wins yeah that was that was the main thing that was the main thing um so yeah, three two. Victory. That was a random penalty minute when you gave us though for Isaacs. Yeah. Thought you would have gave us the top one. No, no, no. I have to no. make it a wee bit more difficult for him, yeah. folks, if he's on the comeback. Yeah, that's <laughs> it. So that now takes it to senior seven, junior nine. Yeah. But yeah, that's the start of my winning streak on its way. Yeah, you were winning seven four. Was, was it seven four? Seven four. I thought it was yeah. more. No seven. F- <laughs> yeah, no, you were winning 7 4 and I won 3 okay. 2. So, so, this weekend? This weekend, uh, Manchester Storm away on Saturday, yeah. Belfast Giants at home on Sunday, and believe it or not, it's not Challenge Cup game. Yeah, so shit, shocker, shit, rank, shit rank to go into, um, shit, rank to come, shit rank to come out of. Yeah, on Saturday, uh, again, I think, you know, we said it in, in the preview before. The Manchester game is probably the biggest game for us just now. Um, I think we need to come out there again with at least a point. Yeah. Um, I'd actually go a bit further now and say we're at the stage. We need the win. We need the win. Yeah, we need the win. We we have got to start winning games against the teams that are around us. Yeah. Glasgow are an unknown. We do not know what Glasgow we're going to get. No. Actually, we don't know if we're ever going to get ice time against them because they're like, are and again, oh, we need to cancel already. Uh, but that's by the by. We need to start beating teams <laughs> like Fife and Manchester on a regular basis. Yeah. Um, and we'll, we'll say that your companies as well, your yeah. Guildfords as well. Yeah. We've got to start winning these games now. So, the last time, 6 2, we lost. Two short handed goals, two fights. Yeah. The biggest question is. <clears throat> Is it going to continue? One, is it going to continue? But for me, the biggest question is, is there any suspensions? Yes. You know, it's, only, it's only Wednesday that we're recording this. Yeah. So, is it going to be tomorrow that we, maybe the club already know if there's an automatic suspension that's not announced or reviewed? don't know. Um, but, fingers crossed that it's, yeah. it's as full strength as we can be. Obviously, Sonch and, and Moore were out last weekend. Um, hopefully, maybe one... Or two. Yeah, you never two know. Two for lucky. Yeah, you um, never know. But hopefully at least one of them's back. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think we're missing Sodge at the moment. No disrespect to Craig, just that Craig's not played at all this year. Yeah, and we're needing um, them forward. And we're needing Sodge back, I think. And if he does come back, I like the line of, because it has upset 
the forward lines as well. I, I, I think anyway mm-hmm. that Sills needs to go back as being the centre man for Charles and Son. Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. They yeah. bring out the best of him. I think. Yeah. Um, I, I do feel that he, his he's a, he's a good player. And he's always he always is giving his all and he's chipping in here and there. But I feel that the best of him comes with those two. Yes, I think he's been definitely a little, maybe a little bit quiet the last couple of weeks. Yeah. But those two bring out the best in him. Um, so yeah, hopefully they're back. But yeah, Manchester. I think we need to win. Would I be happy with a point before the game? Yes, in the hope that we win at home. I think or two wins. I'll take that. Yeah, for for me, the getting a point. Yeah, you need to take it if you get the point. Mm-hmm. You need to take it. But the concern is Manchester get two points, and that's them a point further away. Yeah. That's why I think it has to be two points. And if the two points comes away of us winning an overtime or a shootout, then so be it. Yeah. Then so be it. Yeah. But for me, has to be two points away to Manchester. Um, yeah. As you say, do we know about suspensions? No, we don't know about it yet. If it's a doc's review, then it'll come out because yeah. they would need to come out with an explanation. But, but if it's just if it's an automatic one yeah. and stuff like that, they might they might come out. The league might yeah. come out with something. But yeah. we'll we'll find out on Saturday yeah. when. When the, the game sheet goes yeah. in. Um, moving on to Sunday. Yeah. Same with Paul Taff. Yeah. Always good to see him. Yeah. Even if he is constantly shouting. Oh, it's uh, Toby or Pavel oh, or Linos. I, I, I just do not know how that man could get away with some of the things he shouts for that. And then he's, and he's an equipment manager. And then he sits on his phone during the game. Yeah. Like, yeah. Keep your eye in the pocket at all times. I know. But yeah, Belfast, you always know what you're going to get with an Adam Keith team. Always going to be physical, always going to be niggly. I will go out and say it, and Taff might pull me up for this, but always a bit dirty. It's an Adam Keith team. They, they play that way. Play on the edge, yeah. Yeah. Play um, on the edge. And again, it's it's one of those ones where I hope that we turn up against the big team. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and that it's not a you know what, you're saying typical that, Sunday performance. You, you're saying that they're a bit, bit of a dirty team. I wish your you team. probably say that about us. I wish your team played like that. Yeah, definitely. I really do. Yeah, I, I like the way. I think every. I think, I think every fan in the league would wish yeah. that they played the way. I think the Belfast team do. Adam Keefe has got his team playing the way he played. Yeah. Um, it's on the edge. And do they go over that? The over that? But of course they do. Every team does. If you get away with it, you'll do it. Yeah. Um, we've played them four times this year. We've won one, and we've lost three. Uh, with the first game we played them, we got we got beat six three. Mm-hmm. There was a two nothing down there, and then there was a four three, with a shooter, and then we beat them four two mm-hmm. at home. Um, at least I think when we play Belfast, we are a similar team to them. I think yeah. I really do. Uh, we've maybe just not got the the finished article as like what they've maybe got. Um, I think they've maybe got more depth than what we've got, which gets them over and the line got, every so often. They've got that more experience as well. You know, oh, definitely. We, we, are, we are such a young team and yeah. so many guys coming out first year pro as well Yeah. so that definitely plays mm-hmm. a factor we we'll give them a run for their money Yeah. we do give them a run for their money and they they like to play an open game which sort of helps us mm-hmm. you know we, we could play this counter attacking style alternatively if we push they like to play an alternative starting mm-hmm. well all, games between us and Belfast are always good. They're good games to watch. Yeah. Um, so for me, I'm looking at three points. This weekend, three then. points. I'm looking at three. Three points, and and whether it's a point in Manchester and then the win at home, or the win in Manchester and a point at home. Yeah. We need a, for the league. We need at least three out of the four. Again, I would just be happy taking that one point in Manchester, and then whatever we get against Belfast. Yeah. But for us to be pushing up. And like it, yeah, and like it that way, I would because I can't see us catching Belfast. Belfast are not that much ahead of us now, I don't think. Like, but they will grab, they'll start picking up points uh, as the season goes on. We just cannot afford at this stage of the season to get left adrift, yeah, really. And we end up in a dogfight. We said at the start, looking at the team that Omar put together, um, and after we'd watched them pre-season and things like that, we were like, you know what, we've maybe got a sixth place team mm-hmm. here. Yeah. It does not look like that just now. And it's games like Manchester away, 
that will dictate yeah. if we're going to get yeah, it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So, three out of four then. Three out of four. Everybody will be happy. Yeah. Leaving the rank. Early doors on a Sunday night. Yeah. One other thing Go that ahead. I need to address, and I was speaking to Monksy, John Monks about it, in the car home the other week. Why do we not put up the shot count on the scoreboard anymore? Yeah, it comes up sometimes. Randomly at the end of the second yeah. period, it's like 26, 40 something. It's like, yeah, I don't know. Why do we not do it anymore? I don't know. It's a question that Andy Mack can maybe speak to the scoreboard, yeah. the timekeeper and that about. Because it, it, it always used to be there. And we maybe not, and we maybe not, the goal judges maybe not doing it now because of COVID. Maybe. We just concentrate on pressing the button and. Yeah. But they're still there, so why wouldn't they? It could also be maybe Andy could announce it then. Because yeah. I do know. A lot of people like stats. Yeah? A lot of people like that and weave bits and yeah. pieces. Down. You don't get it until um, maybe two days later when the game sheet's fully uploaded. And yeah. Yeah, just something that, that's came up in my head a couple of times and John said to us, put it on your podcast because <laughs> I've been listening. Uh, so Since he listened, listened one we'll, we'll ask we'll him. So finally for me then, as we touched on it last week, was merchandise. Yeah. So... I got a couple of t-shirts uh, brought out kindly by a good friend of ours uh, this morning. Uh, I'll model them. Uh, <laughs> Junior, you could put them up on, I'll put them on social media. On the social media. Yeah. Uh, if anybody likes what they see, um, let us know. If you want any, give us a shout. Uh, we'll try and get prices in that. The colours that are there are not the colours that we've got for, on, the for the logo. Yeah. But... The girl who said that she could do them did say whatever colours anybody wants, let her know and she yeah. will see yeah. if she could do it. So it doesn't matter the colour scheme between it, yeah. let her know. You'll see the t-shirts. Junior will put up on, on social media by the end of this week. Uh, and yeah, we'll maybe start getting the t-shirts yeah. rolled out for anybody. So any colours. So if Dave Sim wants a nice tangerine one, we'll get that done for him. Yep. Um, it's yep. Dungeon in black, yep. if he wants DUFC on the back, number one, we even, could get that for him. Even better. Um, but obviously, our lady listeners, maybe get a nice wee pink one yep. as well. Or, if you just like pink as a guy. Yeah. You know, certainly real know, men wear pink. I certainly know your mum's looking at getting yeah. So, so, yeah, we'll, be, we'll, we'll get that up on the socials. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I say, if anybody's wanting them, just any. drop us a message at the usual... Uh, a view from section C at Twitter and at Facebook and just throw in more DMs as well uh, at Coach Hill 14 or at Larzo yeah. 14 okay mine's has got underscores in there somewhere they'll find it um, but on that note that's us for this week okay so as we normally say on the way out it's good night from me it's good night from me ha <laughs> ha <laughs> see you after